welcome to Cavalier Central, bringing you everything you need to know about the wine and gold. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Cavalier Central. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Knock a Few Buck, 305 Culture, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Blazing the Path, Motor City Hoops, X's and O's NBA Breakdown, LA Hoops, The Wizards Hoops Analyst, and At the Buzzer. Plus, our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, and The Green Light. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, The Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey, Hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S. E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Justin Matcham, and here with me tonight, Dan Galinsky Amadou So from King James Gospel. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing well, you know. Things are not great in the current the current situation here with the Cavaliers, but you know they've been worse. So we'll, we'll yeah. break it down here. We got that some is, positive yeah. news to get into as well. Dan, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having us. No problem. Uh, we'll start with just a, a quick recap of the games uh, since we last were on here. We talked uh, the Clippers and Warriors, both losses on the road. The Clippers were without Kawhi and Paul George. Cavaliers still lost uh, 128 to 111. Uh, Zach Weiss on the last episode predicted that Lou Williams would go nuts in that game, and uh, they he did. That was <laughs> a big reason for the downfall. And then lost again to the Warriors, 129 to 98. Cavaliers now sit at 10 and 19, which is right there, not all the way at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, but pretty down low. Um... Obviously, we know the news about Drummond now. Uh, I'll just come out and say that. Uh, the Cavaliers are done playing Andre Drummond. They are just going to sit him until a trade is worked out or whatever happens, uh, be it a buyout or whatever. Um, reports right now are that Drummond has no interest in a buyout. That could obviously change. We can talk about that in a little bit. But um, one thing that I think is kind of weird, and obviously it's a mutual agreement that the two sides are are not you know the, the the two sides basically agreed here that um it's in Andre's best interest not to play. I do find it weird though that he is still with the team on the bench. Does that guy does does that kind of just seem odd to you guys? Because it is to me that he's that he's not playing but he's with the team. I just I don't understand how that's really. I, I'd be interested to find out how everyone else around the organization feels about that. 
Yeah. Um, maybe that's a, a PR thing. You know, if you're looking to trade him, I mean, showing that he's still engaged on the bench maybe improves his trade stock. Either that or he just really loves the players. And it's, you know, I mean, it's not the players' fault that the, the organization is looking to move him. Those are my two guesses. Dan, what do you think of, of Andre? Well, obviously, I think we can all agree that it's the right move maybe just to not play him until you can work out a deal. But do you think it's odd at all that he's still on the bench with the team and, you know, in huddles and everything, even though he's basically done on the team? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, and, and I couldn't blame him or his camp if that weren't the case. But I think it's a little bit of both in terms of, the like Amadou said, from that end, but I think it's also kind of from Drummond's end. I think he's trying to kind of, um, and or his camp are trying to sell that he's going to be a loyal teammate. Um, and again, we can't, I couldn't blame him if he weren't engaged or whatnot. Um, I think it's just kind of to, that he's understanding that he's coming into a new uh, off season where he's unrestricted, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I will say Draymond Green had some comments after the Warriors game, which was the first that he sat out. Uh, just kind of well, the first after you know they had decided that he was going to sit out the rest of the way at least, uh, where he was basically just talking about um, how it's it's ridiculous that you know a guy like Andre has to sit out and stay in shape and remain professional. Um, I, it, I go look that up if you haven't seen the interview. I'm not going to explain the whole thing here, but basically, I, I understand where where Draymond's coming from with that. But at the same time, it feels like this is definitely mutual. Like, both Andre's camp and the Cavaliers have agreed that this is the best course of action to take. Um, I don't think Andre would be on the sidelines if he didn't want to be, and if he didn't think it was in his best interest as well. And, like, again, I I think from his play in the last couple games here to, you know, just the fact that he agreed to do all this, I think it's pretty clear that he's okay and accepted, you know, the fact that he's not going to play here anymore. So, um, with that, today's going to be a fun episode. Uh, we're going to find an Andre Drummond trade for every single Eastern Conference team. Some of them make less sense than others. Um, some of them make much, much, much less sense than others. But uh, we're going to try it. Uh, if Andre Drummond has not been traded by this weekend, we might try to do the Western Conference teams as well. But we're going to start here with the East. I guess I, I just had my trades in alphabetical order. I'm, I'm going to start with you on this one. What is your Andre Drummond to the Hawks trade? Now, the Hawks were an interesting team for me because obviously they already have Clint Capella. So I was just thinking about how a fit would be there. But they do have some expiring contracts. For one, they have Tony Snell. I feel like he'd obviously be included in any trade. Um, you have Ray John Rondo, who hasn't really played well to start the year. But, I mean, of course, he's like a a playoff type player, a veteran player. He does stuff that that doesn't come up on the stat sheet, I guess you could say. And then I added Chris Dunn. So those are my three players that I feel like are the most expandable on the team. I don't think we're beginning any young players from the Hawks as well as, you know, the guys on the team who have, well, I'm just going to like, like, I just don't think we get like a Daniel Gallinari. Obviously that'd probably be the most tradable contact, a contract for them, but this is his first season, and I think he has a three-year deal. I just, I just doubt that. So I feel like any deal from the Hawks would have to be Snell, Rondo, and Chris Dunn, and then maybe you include, you know, a couple of second-round picks. But you know, that right there is sort of the the framework of a deal. 
Interesting. Mine is very different than yours, Amadou. Dan, I want to hear what yours is. Yeah, mine was the same in that I had um, essentially the uh, just like a 2023 second rounder with uh, just their second rounder because the Hawks are Seems like it's it's kind of up in the air how they'll shake out. Yeah, I'm in agreement on that point. Uh, I, the Hawks are a theme, I think. Out of the teams that are more realistic, the Hawks are not one of them, just because they do have John Collins and Clint Capella right now. Uh, it doesn't make sense to include John Collins in a trade for this, because, again, it's not like you're getting a, a guy part of your future in this. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely has not been, you know... It, the, Andre Drummond in Atlanta does not make total sense. Um, and I think we already have a little bit of proof that maybe Atlanta isn't that interested in Andre Drummond because they had a chance to trade for him last season and didn't, decided to go with Clint Capella instead. That being said, I did go a little bit wild with this one. So, Amadou, you said that you did not want to include Danilo Gallinari. Here is my thought process here. I'll, I'll, I'll say this before I explain it. I think we can agree that um, some of the trade, some of the signings that uh, the Hawks made this offseason did not go as planned. Uh, and they tied up maybe more money than they would like in guys that were kind of maybe short-sighted moves to try to make the playoffs now. And maybe some of them haven't worked. Danilo Gallinari being one of those and Bogdan Bogdanovich being the other. Now, again, I do not think this is going to happen. But Danilo Gallinari, Bogdan Bogdanovich for Andre Drummond, Dean Wade, and a second-round pick. Basically, the Hawks wipe away their offseason spending, get an expiring in Andre Drummond who can come off the bench, get a free look at Dean, and get a second out of it. So it's basically just saying, you know what, we made some mistakes this summer, or fall, or whenever the free agency period was. We're going to wipe them away and enter this offseason with cap space now. For the Cavaliers, you're getting a couple guys who you hope can make you more competitive, I guess. Bogdan being a guy who's maybe, you know, your two, three of the future. Um, I, I don't know exactly where he fits into the starting lineup. If you want to start him over Sexton or Garland. Uh, Gallinari, I'm assuming, is a guy who could, you know, play the four well. Some of your power forwards are hurt. What do you think, Amadou? Um, I don't want to say, I don't think it's as crazy as maybe some people would think it is. I mean, like you said, these two, so far at least, you know, anything can change in the future. But they haven't worked out maybe as the Hawks expected to. Of course, you know, Bogdan is out with that. I believe he has a knee injury or uh, something like that. So uh, I don't... Nothing serious, but he is out Yeah, nothing serious, but yeah, he's out. Um, Yeah, it's like uh, inflammation and... Inflammation, okay. I think, something like that. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But uh, Danilo um, is making 19 mil, I believe, for the next three... Well, two and a half seasons, I guess you want to say that. And he's already 32. Um, I don't think he's... I don't want to say he's not the Danilo of the past that we seen with the Thunder last year, you know, putting up 20, but I just don't think that's going to be his role. You know, obviously, James, uh, John Collins, excuse me, is there. He's going to be a starter over him for until his contract is, is over. So Important to, to note for Danilo that only $5 million is guaranteed in his last year, too. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. So, unless the Hawks are seeing this as this first year being something to test the waters and the next season is the year that you try to really go all out with these players. But at the same time, I mean, if this was going into the 2021 free agency where, you know, 
um, Paul George hadn't signed his extension and Giannis hadn't signed a Supermax and, you know, AD hadn't signed his, his extension. Yeah, I would, I would, I would honestly see this as a realistic trade then, but now I still wouldn't call it crazy, but I wouldn't call it realistic. Obviously, you know, this year, I think Kawhi, he still hasn't signed his extension. I don't know if we'll go to the Hawks. Victor Oladipo is another one, maybe if they look for him, which I mean, I like the fit of Victor Oladipo in Atlanta, but. I don't know. I feel like, you know, I'm just going to keep saying that. I don't think it's as crazy as many people will think. Well, here's you know, my thing. Do you is. like it for the Cavs even? Oh, yes. I really do because – You would you would I, like Danilo and yes. Bogdan on this team? Yes, because just for the team, we talk about every – you know, it's it's every game now. Three-point shot it, in the it offense. It certainly give them weak. offense. Yes, and we need that desperately. And you talk about a team who – even if the Cavs trade Andre Drummond, you know, for an expiring, let's just say, they'll still be stripped of cash. Obviously, you have Kevin Love's uh, long-term deal, and Jared Allen, as well as Colin Sexton, will be up for extension soon. So, for them to get more depth in a trade like this, yeah, um, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Bogdan is, what, 28 now, so he's still in his prime. Obviously, Danilo's on the older side, and also... Danilo, like you said, I mean, not like you said, but his contract should be tradable. I mean, he has $19 million that next season. And obviously, like you said, the following season is only $5 million guaranteed. So a team like that's contending for the playoffs or on the verge could definitely, you know, take a swing at him. And if it doesn't work out, you just wave him in the offseason and you only have to spend $5 million. So I definitely do like this trade for Cavaliers. Dan, what's your take here? Do you like do you like this one more than yours? Which one would you, would you go with? I, I if, if any of them. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, it's solid. And, yeah, I'm going to say it's Danilo could have, could be tradable um, down the road there. Uh, but, yeah, in, in this scenario, I just feel like Travis Schlank is pretty much walking the plank here. I, I don't really <laughs> see this being at all realistic. Sorry. Is he going to admit that he made another mistake? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't, think, he, I don't think he does it. And they also have... A Kong Wu there. I, I mean, I, I understand he hasn't really been a contributor yet, but um, had had that initial injury there. Um, I, I think he's their future, honestly, at center. I think eventually they're going to look to move Clint. Um, just because a Kong Wu, when he has played, I mean, we, we haven't seen it much, but there's been glimpses there. I, I think he really fits what they want to do in getting up and down. Um, I, I think he's a guy that really has a lot of promise. And I just feel like with drum in there, I understand that it'd be an expiring, but I don't know. I just, I don't see why they would give up those spacers. Really. I think they're, they'll get that going here later on um, or as the year progresses. Um, So I I just feel like that takes a lot of, I I feel like they want to try to win now. And I just drum in the way he is, um, commands so much of the basketball, and I don't really think Trey Young would be loving his his post ups. No, I don't know if he would be liking that either. And for the Cavs, like it does solve some short term needs, but at the same time, like that's a lot of money you're committing to. Like you're basically locking yourself into this team if you're going to make that trade. Um, just because again, like you, you don't really have a lot of flexibility past that. Obviously, you have a draft pick. Maybe this team. Makes you know makes 
maybe this these acquisitions make you a little bit more competitive. Obviously, with Bogdan out for a little while, you know that wouldn't be anything right away. But I don't know. I don't really see this trade happening. Um, I just I, I thought I'd get wild with it a little bit. But um, yeah, it's it's understandable. I, I I get kind of where you're coming from. I can also we see have to like, make a trade for every team. We have to do something here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Um, Dan, you want to get us started with the Celtics? Um, I think it was just what Kevin Pelt, Pelton had um, of ESPN, basically. Um, I think it was Otto Porter Jr. to um, Boston via that uh, tree exception they have. And then I think it was that Boston would send, um, basically, swap Drummond and Porter Jr. from there. I think that's what he had. Um, Porter. Okay, like okay, out of three team thing from, okay, from yeah, Chicago, yeah. like that's that's what I had. Um, I just feel like they they have reported strong interest in him. I feel like that's how they that would go down, just based on what Pelton said. Um, Are they trading been, anything back? Sorry, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't even know if this is detailed in that in that trade scenario. But um, yeah, I, are they sending to... anything back for uh, Otto Porter because? They are hard capped as well. I don't know if uh, he fits. Yeah, he might I, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember exactly what he had on it. I didn't really. I'm gonna have to look at that again. I'll I'll pull it up here in a sec. But all right, Amadou, uh, what is your Celtics trade? Will we look for that? This one was tough because for one, that Celtics trade exception. I think it's what a hundred or two hundred thousand less than it's, it Andre Drummond's fit contract. Andre. Yeah, it yeah. Fit so. Andre. You know, so you have to try some different things here. I feel like any trade would probably be centered around Tristan Thompson for one. We'd be getting him back and maybe Thice because I feel like, or yeah, it's just I, I feel like this that just for one sec. This yeah, go ahead, go yeah. Ahead. I remember Pelton basically said this would be a move that the NBA might not be inclined to allow, depending on how quickly the two trades occurred. Yeah. So just as a reference, I, I knew that it was obviously like. Kind of a shot in the dark, but it, I just feel like it was worth bringing up. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. Um, but, where sorry, are you going go with ahead. yours? Wait, okay, yeah. While we're on this topic of this trade, I do want to say, I think it was Keith Smith. He said this on Twitter that I don't think the, the Celtics can use the entire trade exception because they are because essentially hard, hard cap. Yeah, yes. they're hard cap. So I think they can yeah, only use sense. $20 million. They, that's why, like, in acquiring Otto Porter, like, Yes, he yeah. fits into the trade exception, but they couldn't acquire him until after the season when his contract would expire anyway. Yeah, because yeah, they, it seemed like it had he fits to into have the exception, but he doesn't trade. fit under the hard cap. A signing yeah. trade, yeah. Maybe this off season, if it fits this off season, then that would work. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. this is for like by the deadline, but I, it, it seemed kind of. I mean, he even the way he wrote it, he pretty much said like it's it's a shot in the dark essentially. But if um, if the Celtics I, I just, sent like Tristan Thompson back, then they might get under the hard cap, and that might work. Hmm. Okay. So you're if they thinking... sent them to Chicago, if he sent them, oh, if he sent okay. Tristan to Chicago, then that might get them far enough underneath the hard cap to where they could acquire Otto Porter. Assuming I, I think he fits into the trade exception, doesn't he? Otto. Yeah. Yeah. Otto does. Yes. I so think then that would have yeah, to be two could... separate trades, correct? For Tristan Thompson to well, Chicago. No, you could... I think you could fit it all in one. Mm-hmm. You could just trade him back and then just put him in the trade exception, and then you're good. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that would be And then at that point you could flip um you could flip Otto for Drummond then. Yeah, it just yeah, it, okay. basically it'd be pending with the league and it says the league uh, it's kind of like uncertain in that way. Yeah. Anyway, but, can I or, or, so I'm go what ahead. was your just total let trade Amadou here? Go. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, barring the trade exception, you know, a deal there is it's tough. You know, um, obviously, I think Tristan Thompson would be one player. It'd probably have to be uh, Thompson and Thice, along with some of those young guys, getting those young guys off the team, like Carson Edwards with, you know, Payne Pritchard on the team. Now, I don't I don't know how much longer Carson has or, you know, his his minutes will his minutes were already diminished anyway. So you got Pritchard. Excuse me. You got uh, Carson Edwards. Maybe you can take Romeo Langford for them, too. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Cavs, you're going to probably get back five to six players. But you're obviously going to have to either waive some guys or include guys in that deal. And then it's it's just extremely difficult, honestly, because just because, you know, like we are talking about, the, the Celtics are essentially at the hard cap. Can I give you mine? Yeah. Kemba Walker and a first-round pick <laughs> for Andre Drummond. That's That's essentially what I was thinking of, too. Get off of Kemba's money. Mm-hmm. Um, just get off of his money. Get a contributor back this season. Uh, the Celtics have no idea what he's going to I think, here's my thing. Kemba has, like, Kemba, I mean, obviously we know what Kemba Walker is like. The thought of Kemba for Andre straight up probably doesn't make much sense. But when you consider the, the injuries that Kemba has been dealing with this season, the fact that he's come back from these injuries and not looked like his former self, and I think he still has three years of max money. Is it three or two years? It might be only two I years think, of max money. After including this, this year. It's two, two years, years after this season. Yeah, after, yeah, two after years this after this season years. of max money that you would be getting out of. Uh, you'd have to give up a first rounder, but you do that. You get back Andre Drummond, who could be your starting center then. Uh, I guess you, you probably start like Marcus Smart at point guard at that point. Yeah. Um, it, it allows for a, a nice big role for Peyton Pritchard off the bench along with Jeff Teague. So, like, I think that they could they could still piece together that point guard spot. My thing is, you know, I, I don't know what the Cavaliers' interest in Kemba Walker would be. Obviously, that's why, you know, the first-round pick is involved. Even then, I don't know if they'd be willing to take on all that money. I think this is kind of one of those moves that maybe if you could get off of Kevin Love somehow and you have that extra money to kind of spend, then you could look at a guy like Kemba Walker if you can take on that bad contract for picks. But that's the one that that I like here. Dan, where are you where are you at on this? Do you see it being at all realistic? I mean, you make valid points. I I just don't see it either way. Uh, I just don't think that. Um, I don't know. I mean, they they went out and got Kemba basically to. I mean, not necessarily replace Kyrie, but I, I just I don't think Ainge would want to do that. Um, because you, you never know with uh, what Drummond can give you in the postseason. I, Walker was very good last postseason for them. And I, I understand he's had the injury issues, but I, I think over time they can kind of work him back. Um, he can get more comfortable in that, ra- in that way. Um, it, it's a lot harder to replace production at, at the lead guard, especially in the playoffs, when you have a guy, like when the game slows down and you need guys that can shoot it. Um, especially off the bounce, and he can do that. Um, I I, lo- I really like Marcus Smart a lot. I get I get your take there, but he's not a guy that you full time can do what Walker can do. Not close um, from a shot maker standpoint. And I, with Drummond, you just never know what you're going to get in, in terms of against quality opponents. And I don't see why Ainge would be wanting to pull the trigger there, um, just because it's an expiring guy. I mean, are you going to take where do you go from there? Um, if 
Drummond misses or flops or whatever, has a bad postseason. Um, and he's never really been in the postseason where he was in a contending situation. I just feel like there would be a ton of pressure on him. And I don't see that would work working out. And then from the Cavs standpoint, yeah, I, I don't want that extended of a bad money contract coming back. Um, with Walker, I understand he's still a really good player um, when fully healthy, but just given the guard situation we have, we don't need another guard. In, in terms of that sense, I'd rather just kind of take back like a backup PG, um, like a Frankie Smokes type deal. Um, and, it, and yeah, I guess you get the added one, but what is that one going to be? It might have to be more than just the one first round yeah. at that point. Is it worth it for Boston? Um one more thing just for Boston, though, real quick, is that Andre is making like over $5 million less, I believe, than Kemba. So that would, if they did want to use their trade exception on somebody as well, uh, that would allow them some more space under the hard cap to use, if not all of that trade exception, most of it this year. So it would give them a little bit of flexibility there as well. But overall, it, unless they have a deal lined up, but do we even know that they're going to do that? Um, you know, you'd have to be a very specific player for that to even matter. Um, I don't Could know they if maybe like that like be looking at targeting like Depot in that situation. Like, I mean, I guess um, I, I get, I get. I don't. Would he be able to? I think Depot probably already fits into that. I think twenty-one yeah. million. Yeah, I think that he already fits. Yeah. And if not, it's like really, really close, and they could just like wave Javante Green. I like, think like that. I'd that, have to double check. In that sense, like it, that'd be interesting if they were to have him and Smart as a backcourt. That would be. Uh, that'd be something that would be something for sure but i just i feel like that's a pipe dream all right well we can move on here uh the nets the nets are the fun one here so i will start by saying before we get into trades um if andre drummond were to get bought out which is at this point i would say at least a real possibility um the nets are almost the only reason that that is a possibility uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously, they got a uh, disabled player exception from. Obviously, in a buyout situation, Andre would have to give back some money um, or a lot of money. But the thing is, instead of having to accept, you know, a very, very prorated minimum from another team like you would, um, they'd be able to give him like that that whole five point whatever million dollar disabled player exception that they have from Spencer. So. And then they would also be able to trade, you know, they could they could re-sign him at that point. They'd have non-bird rights on him. They could give him a, a small raise from that, which might be around Drummond's value, honestly. We'll just have to see this offseason. But it does, like, if Andre Drummond were to get bought out, it would be because he wants to go to the Nets in my eyes because they could offer him that money and they could offer him, you know, a legitimate spot on a legitimate title team. So I, I will just say that real quick. But with that, I want to hear, Amadou, we can start with you, your... DeAndre, or you're, you're not DeAndre Jordan. You're Andre Drummond, Nets trade. Yeah, I feel like this trade right here, I mean, this is a trade that I think we've talked about on the podcast. You know, a lot of people have talked about if the Nets wanted to trade for him, it'd be Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, and Landry Shamit for Andre Drummond. I think the Nets would have to include another player there, but I'm not too sure. But those three are the, the main would. components, at least. Yeah, they, they would, they would okay. that would be enough. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's the trade that I do. I said the same thing. I said DeAndre, Spencer, Landry. And because we actually originally said this trade for Kevin Love, I think that Andre has more value than that. So I also threw in like Atlanta's second rounder this year along with that for Andre. Dan, what'd you have? Yeah, I had DeAndre Dinwiddie, 
um, Shamit, and then I had Tyler Johnson in there, um, who's actually like when he's played, he's looked decent. Um, and then they had Drummond, obviously, and then Damian Dotson. I, I just figured I really like Damian Dotson personally, but him and Shamit have the exact same deal, exact same number of uh, years left. Uh, I believe they're expiring next year, both of them. Uh, and I, I just feel like Dotson would be able to. I mean, he's not Shamit as a shooter, clearly, but better, much better defender. Um, and I just felt in, in that sense, I could see that maybe in theory um, playing out. Yeah, that, that, that's really interesting. If they did have to, if if the Cavaliers were to acquire Shamit, I think there would be kind of a little bit of role overlap between the two of them there. So yeah, that that might actually be an interesting one for them too. Uh, and you said Tyler Johnson as well. Yeah, just kind of as that throw in, but uh, he can fill in as a backup point guard for us, which we. I was gonna say, would you rather really have Tyler Johnson need... or Delvadova on this team? Because he'd probably have to wave Delvadova in that case. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is it just it factoring in that it seems like there that's a possibility at this rate. Um, it'll either him or if it's by the guarantee date, um, would be, I, I kind of thought Dean Wade potentially there, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would rather have Johnson right now. Yes. Fair enough. We'll move on to the Hornets here. Dan, we're on to you. Give us your Andre Drummond to the Hornets trade. Uh, the Hornets, it was, well, uh, this is, I just thought it was a natural one and, I got to credit Damerell. He said Zeller, Biombo, and then Malik Monk, um, I believe, for Drummond. I think that's what he had. Uh, that's just kind of – I think Zeller's expiring. Biombo's expiring. And the key is – I mean, Cody Zeller's been – I mean, he's been a decent player for a number of years when healthy. Um, a guy that can kind of be a stopgap type dude. Uh, maybe you look to bring him back. I, I could see that, that that could be kind of a veteran presence to have in, in the coming next season. Maybe if that's a possibility. I think he could be frankly back on the cheap. Um, and then Biombo, yeah, there's, there's not much there, but um, an energy big, I guess in theory, but it, well, we'd have to see. Um, and then Monk is a guy that can kind of be that, Somewhat of a microwave scorer. I mean, we've seen kind of bits and pieces of it. I'm personally not really a Malik Monk fan. I think he's the whole intrigue with him is kind of overblown. It's it's another small in stature guard that's thin. Of when it comes to two guards, I'm not really a fan of that. Um, but it's he's like the piece that you're getting back though. Like he's the yeah. Guy that's pretty much the the intrigue. I'm gonna do what you have for the Hornets. I had essentially the same thing. It was Zeller Monk. Hey everyone, the NBA season is underway and there is no better way to celebrate than with Thrive Fantasy, the daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in each sport. All you have to do is pick 5 out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a portion of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $2 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and will be awarding thousands more this NBA season. 
So download the Thrive Fantasy app today or visit thrivefantasy.com to get started. Use the promo code KLOVE, that's K-L-O-V-E, like Kevin Love, when you sign up and you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. Sign up and prop up today. And uh, Biombo for me, but personally, I would like Monk on the team. I mean, every single year of his career, he's gotten better. Uh, obviously, this should be in his career high. He is shooting 50% from three on just about four and a half shots per game. Um, I I mean, you could. it's maybe something there. I mean, I feel like he could be one of those guys that does good with the change of scenery. I mean, he did have that... Um, that incident, I think he got suspended last year for the render of the year, uh, for something. It's it's not, it's like, I'm forgetting what it was. He got suspended either way last year, so maybe a change of scenery helps him out. I mean, that guard position for the, the Hornets is, is going to be a lot. Obviously, they have Graham, Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, and of course, Lamella Ball. So I feel like Monk is unfortunately the odd man out. And we've seen how Lamella's passing has been great for, you know, Lobs, specific, uh, excuse me, specifically to um, Miles Bridges. As we know, Andre Drummond is more of a post player, but I mean, he's still, you know, a, a lob threat. Uh, maybe in Charlotte, he changes his game to be more pick and roll orientated with a, a pass like Lamelo. So uh, I see the trade for both parties. Actually, I think I like your guys's more than mine. I, I honestly forgot about uh, Bismack Biombo. Uh, making as much as he does when I was thinking of this. I was, in my mind, he was on a minimum of contract. I know that he's not now. Um, he's a minimum player. It's fine. He's a minimum <laughs> player, but he's not making minimum money. Yeah, he's yeah. making, um, three and what's a he half. making? Three and a half. So that actually does make the trade math work. In my mind, he, I was thinking he was a minimum guy. So that actually Bia- would work Biabo's out. If is listening to this, I'm I'm not saying it to his face, just for the record. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because he's, he's a scary man. <laughs> he's He's... Strong, for sure. Um, I I wouldn't really say that to. I, I'm not sure if there's an NBA player I would say that to. Um, yeah, but yeah. Biombo being the last, maybe one of All the right, last on the list. Matt Mooney, if you're listening to this, dude, like maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Matt Mooney. He didn't eat nothing in that G League game that I was watching. I can't remember. What on. I think he's had a couple. Like, Decent G like, League games this like year. Like zero. Like did nothing in a quarter that I saw. And <laughs> I mean, in the G League, like if you do nothing in a quarter and you play like 10 yeah. minutes in a quarter, like when nobody actually plays defense, that's not good. Maybe Josh Majet. I don't know if you guys have seen Josh Majet. Do you remember him? Uh, <sighs> vaguely. Not. Look Who's up Josh Majet. Uh, he's been with like the Magic and the Hawks and he's been around the G League. Okay. I don't yeah, know where yeah. he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about, but yeah, sorry, Matt Mooney once again. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so I did not have that. Tra- if I could redo that, I probably would make that trade. I had Terry Rozier and Malik Monk. Um, I don't think that uh, Charlotte probably does that. I think that. Terry oh, you Rozier don't is, think? I think that, no. I think that Terry Rozier has proven to be a bit more valuable this season. And uh, again, you're giving up Malik Monk as well, so. Yeah, I will just say I do not think that that is a realistic one. I, I like your guys' more. And I the, the more I think about that, like I think, again, that is a realistic return for Andre. Um, it's it's getting something of positive value in Malik Monk um, and, and a couple expiring. So that, that we'll see. But that could end up being what a realistic return is for a guy like Andre. 
Uh, Jalen McDaniels would be like, and like it's so close. Ooh. I think it's like eight hundred and two grand off is what Trade NBA says. But like, if it were him instead of Biombo, I'd be all like, that'd be sweet. Well, you could do but him and Biombo. Yeah, you could, and then you could just realistically wave. I would. You could wave Dean, Dean Wade, Wade or yeah. Delhi, and or Delhi. I, I don't. I just. I just don't think the Cavs would just wave Delhi. I don't know. I don't I think feel that like... they would just for anything. But in a in a trade, if it's worth it, I feel like if yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do it. In this, like... I would. I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But I, like, I, I would like to ideally not wave Delhi. No, me too. Um, like, unless it's but... like, it'll, unless it's a trade where like you can't get it done without doing him, and the trade is just yeah. worth it. I don't think yeah, the Cavs it... are going to. Yeah, I just say that because honestly, like we kind of actually need Delhi right now. That's the thing. Yeah, they're not it's just gonna a matter of he's going to play or not. Because they're not going to sign a, like a free agent point guard until the drumming stuff is mm-hmm. uh, is executed. Yeah. So, yeah. like they they kind of I like he's almost on his way back. It seems like too. But yeah, he, just, I mean he's just been working so out. We've been seeing video of him working out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amadou, I want to hear what you got to say about the Bulls. What is your Andre Drummond to the Bulls take? Uh, this is just a one for one of me. It's just Otto Porter and a future second for Drummond. Um, and I feel like if you're the Cavs, do you maybe look to weigh Porter? Porter is someone, I mean, he's just always hurt. So his availability already is just crushing. I feel like if, I feel like he'd welcome a, you know, a buyout. I feel like Andre, or, or not Andre, Otto. I don't know. I feel like, one, what would his role be in Cleveland? Because you're entering a wing rotation that's already pretty heavy. Um, and, but at the same time, I feel like he'd want to get in there and play and rehabilitate his trade value, or not his trade value, but just his overall value a little bit. I feel like he wants to make, and I'm obviously not Otto Porter, but I feel like a guy like that would want to just make that money because you don't know exactly what your deal is going to look like next. And I think he's he's had kind of an up and down year this year. Um, he's kind of in the Kemba Walker camp where I just don't think he's moving in the way that he used to before You know some of the injuries that he had. Um, but overall, I think he's still been an effective player. I mean, he's still good. Like he's, it's not like this is a guy that's going to be out of the league or anything, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, that's not the trade that I had here. Uh, Dan, what did you have for the bulls? Um, Chicago just with Drummond. And then I had the Cavs bring back, um, a non-NBA player in Cristiano Felicio who's expiring, (laughs) uh, Denzel Valentine expiring, who's kind of been up and down, but I think He's a guy that can kind of play some point for you, which, I mean, he's kind of a combo guard-esque player. Um, and then Thad Young is kind of like a veteran leader who's, I mean, has one year left after, is an expiring next season. Um, and a guy that's kind of flurry around with trade, trade rumors and has, is a really, really good passer. So, uh, I don't know, it might be, I could maybe see Chicago, like, at least thinking about Drummond. I don't know if, I don't think they there's been reported any interest in him, but um, I, considering Wendell Carter is so injury prone, it's it might be something they just like vaguely consider. Well, how about this? Cristiano Felicio, Thaddeus Young, and then one of I did, I couldn't really decide who here because I mean, in the, the compensation could be different. One of Wendell Carter or Lowry Markinen for. Drummond and whatever draft compensation it takes, probably at least one first and maybe a couple seconds if it's Wendell, maybe two firsts if it's Laurie. Depending on how you value the guys. 
But the Cavs Drummond get up to and first? heavy draft compensation. Yeah, Cavs give up some some serious draft comp to get uh, Larry or Wendell. Um, I mean, I wouldn't really give up a first for Wendell, considering I, I'm pretty sure Jared Allen's is our starting center of the future. So, I mean, even if it, even if it was, I, I think it was, I, I think I would like it to be Larry, but yeah. Okay. I, I just don't know if I, I think if you're gonna bring in Drummond, I don't know if they would rather ship out Wendell. That's that's kind of where I'm thinking there. Like my main trade was Laurie and Thaddeus and Cristiano for Drummond and like a first and two seconds or something, maybe more mm-hmm. than that. At the same time too, Laurie's a restricted free agent, I'll be within the season, so I'm not too sure about the Cavs money situation, but if they free up some things, maybe, you know, they go after him then. I'm not too sure about two first. Ooh, ah. I don't know. Maybe don't know. we'll just say we'll we'll say a first and two seconds, or a first, a first and one seconds. second. I, again, I'm mm. I'm not at the, the negotiation table with these teams. I'm not sure exactly what his yeah. value is right now. Yeah, I'm not high on Larry Markin. I, I know you're is, not high on him. I've made my pre- my opinions clear. He's just so injury prone. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that that's what's really you know. Like the Cavs don't need yeah. anybody that's injury prone and committing He's just way too injury prone. I, yeah. I'd just rather not. Yeah. And Wendell Carter is the same thing. And yeah, I, I just, I don't know. The, the Bulls are, I mean, he's been a subject of rumors here and there, especially was around the draft. But I, I mean, they, they're, uh, I, I think they still value him. And yeah, I just, I don't see it. The, again, this is another one that I don't really think is very realistic. Yeah. I just I, tried to, I just yeah, tried no, to make something. You're making it. good, like, valid points. I, I just, just personally, that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't think that this is how a deal like that would get done. I'm with you there. Although Thaddeus Young is somebody who could maybe, you know, I think the Cavaliers could use a Thaddeus Young right now. Absolutely Kevin, could use you know, a Thaddeus Kevin Young. Kevin and Larry out. And I think Cristiano Felicio, you would probably just wave immediately. So Yeah. Even if you do have too. to, like, so let's see. Well, because so McGee's still here. Yeah, and McGee's still here. So And I'd much rather have him. Oh, anybody would rather have him. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. It, it's hard to believe that Felicio is 28 years old. I feel like he is not, like, does not seem that way to me. I don't know. That seems he's about paid as much as he is. Well, how, how, how many years? Older or younger? How many years yeah. has he been in the league? Has he been in the league seven years? I don't think he's been in the league seven years. I think, like, years. five or six. Maybe? Yeah, well, I want to say. I guess, ooh, well, I, he was I an international prospect, but I guess I, I just, it's just like, what has he done? Like Nothing. I don't know he he got that Nothing. big payday. It was what twenty sixteen, right? Something like that. I think it, it, it was either that like, or seventeen. Yeah, that but was the that the was big off a, season of like well, yeah, sixteen. Of, yeah, of, like yeah. Alan Crab and yeah, everybody, everybody getting bad contracts. But <sighs> yeah, shout out to uh, to to Cristiano Felicio. What a guy. What a player. Uh, the Pistons. Can I go ahead and go first year for the Pistons? Yeah. Yes, please. Blake Griffin and two second round picks for Andre Drummond and Dean Wade. I said the same. I was going to say a first, actually, from, from Detroit, though. For a Andre first? Drummond. Yes. For I mean, Andre. it just depends how much they want to get off of Blake's money, honestly. That's the thing. It's, it's getting off of Blake's money this year and next. Uh, they would save a little bit. This year, they obviously get off of all of next year. Uh, you also get a free look at Dean Wade, who would be pretty much required to make money work 
Uh, again, you could do Delhi if you wanted to. It, it it's it it really depends there. Um, and then yeah, the Cavs get again in either a first rounder in Amadou's case or two seconds in mine for taking on uh, basically Blake's money next year. This is another one of those things where again, like unless the Cavaliers are able to find a move for Kevin Love, I really don't want to have Blake Griffin and Kevin Love and paid them both max contracts next season along with all the other guys we're going to have to pay. But I don't, like, I, I, I understand the sending the Andre Drummond back to pist- the Pistons thing and why that's funny. I almost feel like the Pistons would just immediately buy him out at that point. Like, I don't think either side have even, like, remote interest in him playing. Like, I don't even think he would report to the team. Dan, <laughs> what do you have here with the Pistons? Yeah, these are this is funny. Um, yeah, I had Drummond or I had yeah Drummond and Blake like that swap, and then I had the Piz Drummond and Jetty actually for Blake Seku and the twenty twenty three pick we traded for Drummond back basically oh. via us and or the Warriors I believe like yes. that I'm all for honestly that might be my <laughs> most fun hypothetical. Actually, so the Cavs get Seku because and the reason not only yes. do they get not only do they send Drummond back to Detroit, but they take back the pick that they traded for Drummond. <laughs> yes. That is incredible. That is, I, I thought I was doing good here. Well done, Dan. Um, but I, I don't think yeah. it's completely outside the realm of possibility. Just because you said you get off the Blake money, and Demboy has kind of been a disaster this year. Um, I love him as a prospect, though. He showed real promise last year, and that dunk over Tristan was something else. I can still picture it. Um, but Then bringing in Jeremy Grant kind of seems like yeah, that's the guy it, they want to go with. Yeah, because he's basically what? He's like a 3-4, kind of in today's league more of a 4, ideally. Um, still really, really raw. Uh, team defense is still kind of an issue with him. Um, but the physical tools are un like unreal, and that would be unbelievable. Like I, I, I'm praying for that trade. It would never happen, but I'd be fine with it. And then obviously, like the 2023 pick, they, like there's no way they'd be getting that. But I don't know. Like at least with Jetty, he's I got to give him some credit. Like he's been a like a volume three point shooter. He's been decent this year. Like honestly, yeah, like above average fine. for the volume. And, I mean, when you consider how little spacing we've had. And the other thing is, I mean, yeah, like you said, with Jeremy Grant's emergence. And then, where is Dumboya fitting in? Because they have, uh, because, uh, God, the name is blanking me right now. Sadiq is kind of emerging Sadiq right now. Yeah, yeah. Sadiq. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won so player of the week. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you can get off the yeah. Blake money... I feel like it's, and you get a, like a very solid rotational shooter in Osman. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's something at least to like not laugh off the phone about. No, no, I like it. Did you say something, Abadou? Oh, no. Um, Yeah, I do like the trade. But I want to say one thing, one thing, one thing. Is it crazy for me to want... DeLon right over Seku. 
Now I'm all for bringing. Oh, that's in fine too. Games. I was considering yeah. that strongly. I oh, just no, didn't know if that fair. was. If that was. Yeah. I. I kind of. For just, sure. Yeah, that backup point guard position. I feel like he. It's a. He really feels that bad. for yeah for for yeah that that move all together to just. Uh, an extra year of Blake though, just to get Delon right. Like, I, I feel, feel like, like you the, still add picks there you're too. You're just taking on like the the high ceiling of Seku in exchange for that money. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would be willing to do this with for Delon right. That's just me. But like yeah. again, another guy who like clears a like, like solves a very clear like short term need. But I just don't know if taking on that extra money is worth it in my eyes. Yeah, my thing is with Seku. Like you guys said, I mean, so far it's just I, I don't know, and then. Obviously, of course, you know, with the Pistons, Jeremy Grant and Sadiq Bey are looking to take minutes away from him. But even for the Cavs, we do have Isaac Okoro. And as it stands now, I think we have the fourth best odds at the number one overall pick or the fifth best odds. Either way, I believe the Cavs will still take a wing this draft. So you have, you know, a potential wing pick in that. You have Isaac Okoro. You still have Kevin Love and Larry Nance, too. I mean, minutes for uh, Seku. I don't want to say he'll be strapped for minutes, but it'll, they'll be hard to come by. I think also, you know, you have to consider Dylan Windler, um, of course. Torian Prince is still here. So that ring rotation is tough. It, it, is, it is definitely tough. And Seku is not, I mean, he's not really a sharp shooter. He's, he's just, you know, no, he's, not he's just a raw talent. So, I mean, if you're training for him, do you, is that somebody who you look to maybe, you know, send a can to, to get some reps and such? Rather than him just that's honestly like a very real minutes. possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think honestly, sending him to Ken to play twenty five, thirty minute, thirty five minutes potentially is better than him playing spot minutes here and there, ten minutes a game, maybe fifteen. So if it's in that aspect, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, at the same time though, I do just want to. Or what were you saying, Dan? Go ahead. No, 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 I'll say your point. I was just gonna say. At the same time, like, yes, we do kind of have a crowded wing rotation, but if you're sending out Jetty as well, like, that does open up some minutes for him. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, I, I was just going to say this is not happening. I mean, Piston Twitter's definitely... No, no, like, no, 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 no. The pitch forks are, <laughs> forks are coming at me. So, but yeah, it's well, just something to think about. I don't know. At least for them, it, it gets them off Blake, and that situation seems to be deteriorating, but... Yeah, like, I don't don't really see there being any real reason for them to get off of Blake. Like, if the Pistons had, like, clear motivation to get, like, salary cap this offseason, then I think, like, oh, this is actually, like, something that might work. Hey, Troy Troy Weaver's shown that he's willing to spend, though. Yeah, that's true. They they could be kind of a dark dark horse this offseason. I don't know. I just don't Mm -hmm. know who they're going to, like, if, I mean, yes, he's willing to spend, but you also have to attract guys. But maybe Larry Market at the same time, potentially like, if they throw money at him, maybe, maybe, yeah. A lot it, of but again, like, would, I could see, yeah, somebody like restricted like that, something uh, like that, yeah, yeah. Maybe they throw in like a lifetime supply of Little Caesars, <laughs> Little well. Caesars. I, I don't, yes, I don't know, even know if that's really a bargaining chip. Yeah, is that is that enough to to sway the decision? I I don't know. I'll just throw in that I like Little Caesars, but um. Anyway, we'll move on here. Uh, I I do just want to say. I I absolutely love uh, Andre Drummond going back to Detroit. I just think that that is the absolute best thing for the NBA right now. Uh. But um, this is we'll go to one of the teams that I thought was one of like the two most difficult. Oh wow, that's definitely my bad. Fire alarm is. What was that? What was that? Oh, fire alarm. Okay, (laughs) Uh, okay. They heard your Andre Drummond trade, and oh. Yeah, they, 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 thought, they heard Andre to Detroit, and yeah. they stopped oh, that right there. They got to stop okay. that. Hang in there. 
<laughs> anyway, um, the Pacers. This is about the worst fit for Andre that I think you can get here uh, because they already have Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis. Dan, I'll lob this to you. What is your trade here? I'm actually going to uh, snake it and throw it to Amadou first. I- I'm intrigued Okay, his take. Amadou, if you don't go. mind. I won't lie. I don't think I have a trade for Indiana. It's just I tried, and I know we're doing crazy things. Do I have to go first, things. I think you might have to, yeah. All right, so, again, this is what never happened in a million years. Miles Turner and Jeremy Lamb for Andre Drummond, Dylan Dwindler, and a first-round pick. Basically, the Cavaliers get Miles Turner, which, do they really want Miles Turner? They already have Jared Allen. And the Pacers get Andre Drummond. Do they really want Jared Allen? They already have. Or do they already? Do they really want Andre Drummond? They already have DeMontis Sabonis. But they get off the Jeremy Lamb money. Who Jeremy Lamb, by the way, does not look bad. Like, Jeremy Lamb... I mean, I, he had a serious... Did, he tore his ACL, I believe. It was an ACL or Achilles. Uh, I think it was just ACL. But, um... Anyway. You, you get Drummond as an expiring, I guess, who can help you as a, 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 an elite bench big... I don't think there's any way that you start the two together. And then you get a look at Dylan Windler, another first rounder. So that's that's the best I could do. Amadou, did you have anything here? Dan, did you have anything here? Yeah, I just had us taking Turner and Lamb for Drummond and Windler. Really? Uh, okay. Which obviously won't happen, but just yeah. is like a like kind of a a by default deal, but yeah, I don't know. Winler in their specific offense could actually be really good. Oh yeah, yeah. I think nice, he could uh, for sure. Like I think they would love Winler, and it's it it would be kind of a cool helmet from a Pacers perspective because he's basically an indie guy. So mm-hmm. the Miami Heat. This is the one that I actually like. This is one that I think is one of the more realistic possibilities. Um, everybody's favorite reporter, Scoop B reported that the Heat were in talks with uh, the Cavaliers about acquiring Andre Drummond. So take that for what you will, but maybe there's some smoke out there already. Again, a team that without Myers Leonard, who got hurt, uh, obviously Bam is kind of that guy that you can look at as a center, but we also have seen him play next to centers in the past. Uh, I think, especially with the development of kind of that like legitimate mid-range game for Bam as well, maybe you can play him at power forward with some in extended minutes. Amadou, what do you got for the Heat? Uh, another one I think I'll just keep simple. Maj Leonard and Andre Iguodala for Drummond. I feel like. Straight up? Straight up. Or, you know, honestly, if you can get, you know, a couple seconds out of Miami too, I do that. You know, Miami gets off of Miles Leonard's extension, which so far it's not looking like a good one. Andre Iguodala is 37, so I don't know if he's, he's that Iggy on the Warriors. Um, and honestly – you know, for Iggy, this could potentially be another, you know, Memphis situation where, it, you know, he can just sit out, honestly, for the Cavs and look to join another contender. Maybe, you know. Yeah, I think he'd just get bought yeah, out. Yeah, honestly, maybe that too. He's made a lot of money in his career. I mean, we've seen him get bought out in the past. You know, he wants to win still, so. And the Myers fact that Leonard, he's made as much money as he has already this year yeah, is kind of incredible yeah, because. Yeah. Oof. It's, I, I wouldn't say he's a bad, minimum player at this point. Yeah, he's not a 15 million I'd agree. Guy. Yeah, exactly. So. You buy him out, Myers Leonard. I don't know what you do with him. I mean, he could be a backup center for us. You know me. I you love. You probably centers. buy I him out too, because I doubt that you pick mm. up his team option next year. 
So you had, you either buy him out or just okay. straight up yeah. wave him. I yeah. think you'd probably just straight that up wave him. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, think I feel like yeah. I had the same I had the same two guys Amadou and then I had two seconds. I think Miami yeah. has like two tradable seconds, one of which is like top twenty in the second round protected. Like if it's in the in the in the back ten, then it would get conveyed to somewhere else. But I think they have that in one unprotected uh second rounder to trade. So that's what I had as well. Yeah, I feel Dan, like in a situation you where you look to what were you saying? Okay. Actually saw I was just saying, yeah, yeah in a ahead, situation where you look to, you know, just wave both of them, I think you have to get some seconds from Miami. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What'd you have here, Dan? Okay, well, the first one was, I just had, uh, I had Drummond to the Heat, clearly, um, and then I had Myers Leonard, Kelly Olynyk, and then Mo Harkless, who hasn't really been a contributor. Um, Olynyk's a... Uh, People in Cleveland hate Kelly Olynyk still, uh, yes, but he's a really, really nice player. Really under, kind of like underappreciated passer. Um, one of the best handoff players, honestly, in the league. Which is, I mean, that's not a slight at all. Like he, he fits what they do so so well. Um, I, I don't see them doing that. And then, but it, it's worth at least maybe considering. Um, and then I don't know. I, I, I can't. I think this would work, but um, the other one was a three-way deal with the Knicks, and then it had uh, the Cavs receiving Nerlens, Frankie Smokes, Kevin Knox, and then the 2022 um, second via Miami, uh, via, like, I think it's the less favorable between Philly and Denver, and then the Knicks would get Drummond, um, Chris Silva, and I believe Cash from Miami, and then Miami would get JaVale McGee in that scenario. Hmm. I like so, that. I like that. I think that's... It seems that's, somewhat yeah, that com- makes sense for all somewhat realistic. Yeah. I mean... Hold on, go over that one more time just quickly. I want to I wanna process that a little bit more. You're fine. Uh, so the Cavs receive... This was... I mean, this is like a... Based on a suggestion from... Spencer Davies, just the two-team deal with us and the Knicks first. Um, the Cavs receive Nerlens, Frankie Smokes, Kevin Knox, and then from the Heat, the 2022 round two okay. via, basically that via So Philly it's a good return Denver. for them. And, and then you're just giving up, you're giving Andre the, to New York and JaVale to Miami? Yes, and then the the... Heat just to get off a little bit, a little bit of salary back, basically uh, because the Heat would send cash um, to New York. Yeah, they would send Chris Silva as well. Okay, yeah, and I, I don't think know that Chris that Silva. I, I still think is in the right situation if he's actually utilized. I think he has like some kind of real rotational four five defensive ability. No, I agree so. with that. I, I, I think that that's a, a semi-young guy that a team like the Knicks could take a chance on. And I don't I just feel like it'd be a guy that Tibbs would really lo- really like a lot, and Taj Gibson at this point doesn't really play, so. Is that your, well, Taj Gibson has been playing, especially with Mitchell Robinson out right now. Oh, that's but, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just a guy that is another body that. I would, re- I'll say this. Fit in I would there. rather he's, play he's Chris Silva than. 
than uh, Taj. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of the the point here is that it's just a guy that you can I'll bring in and. Uh, he signed through next season, uh, or maybe he's a restricted free agent this offseason. That might be the case. Um, I, I think he is, actually, but it's just a guy that I think they could get. Oh, no, 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 no. He has a team option. He has a team option for next oh, season. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. It's just a guy that could be kind of like a young project player that might be worth bringing in, because he's, he's a plus defender when he plays. So. Yeah. Is that your Knicks trade, then, as well? Um... Uh, basically the Noel, Knox, and Smokes okay. thing. Not, a, yeah. not any picks included, though. Okay. Yeah, what I had for the Knicks was Alfred Payton, Frank Nilkina, and Kevin Knox. So, basically the same thing, except the Cavs get Alfred Payton back, who, I again, I think you're getting Frank Nilkina, but I think, you know, again, just looking at a, a short-term option, who maybe you could flip. Like, again, there, it seems like there's maybe some value for Elfer on the market. You know, maybe you could squeeze another second rounder out of that. Amadou, what do you have for New York? I had the same thing as you, except for instead of Kevin Knox, I just had um, Netherlands Noel. I feel like, you know, with the addition of Andre Drummond, that front court is going to be crowded. And then you can just have Mr. Robinson be your backup uh, center. So, but either trade works, honestly. Um, like you said, I personally, maybe this is not, you know, Obviously, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people are, but I still am kind of high on Frank Nukia. I feel like his defensive potential is still high. And, you know, on the Cavs, I feel like he can definitely carve out a a backup point guard role. Now, of course, I feel like, you know, he can't really shoot. So he'd probably have to be more on ball. I don't know if I like that personally. And the spacing would have to improve, um, which I think, you know, it will in this offseason. But either way, I do like Frank as our backup. Uh, Alfred Payne is just a throw-in. He can, I don't know, be traded in the offseason or waived, I guess. I think he has two years left on his deal. And then Nerlens Noel. Honestly, if you want to keep Nerlens Noel around for as a backup center, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. with Nerlens was a, a free agent target for us this offseason. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually exactly. don't dislike that at all. See? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nerlens is, I, I would, that's like the ideal backup five to me. Um. Yeah, just with Nilakina, I mean, it would be, I just feel like that'd be a really ideal situation, and he's a guy that I, I honestly think he's, he can be what Dante Exum was, I think, at, I mean, at least, and I, I, I don't, I think he had one injury, a key injury in like 2018-19, but I don't think it's it's really been like a huge issue. No, it hasn't been. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's not ideal to have him at the two, but... It's a guy that you can put on opposing primary playmakers defensively, and he's he's an impact defender, like really sound. Um, and, and even though he's kind of thin, like he he's pretty tough, and actually is a little. I mean, he's I guess more competent, like more than you would think, and he has quick hands. And on the plus side, I mean, he did shoot. Obviously, corner threes are going to be taken away often, but. For a lifetime, and he shot 38% from the corner. So, I don't know. At least it's somebody that I just... I think you could bring back on the cheap. And that just seems like a, a really good guy to have uh, looking onward. But And I, I just... I don't think he would cost really much at all. And he's still Knicks, only 22. The Knicks have already traded for Tarek Rhodes. They could go all in. They could continue to go oh, yeah. all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't know if... Um, 
Tom Thibodeau would be a fan of playing Andre Drummond over Taj Gibson. He might stick with his guys. Oh, but, yeah, um, right. anyway, we'll go to the Bucks here. This was another one that it's like. Taj is a made man with, with Tibbs, isn't he? So is like, Derrick Rose. Yeah, well, that I can kind of understand, but uh, what, what is with the Taj Gibson thing? I just. Good <laughs> Lord. I mean, that guy should be Tom playing. Tom Thibodeau, like, that's what with him. Ta- Taj Gibson should be playing at the Y. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, just, he should just do a, a Avante Davis and just retire at half or something. Like, this is just, like, just stop stealing money from people, man. You know what? Quality vet. Good guy to have and he's around. And he's living in New York right now, making $2.2 million. He's He's got to be living like a box. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's hurting himself at this point. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get into the Bucks here. This was another one of the impossible ones for me. Uh, I don't really think there's a move other than, unless you, you want to include a third team, Brooke Lopez, Pat Connaughton, and DJ Augustine. And then I also said, and a second for Drummond. Um, yes, they get Drummond here. Uh, who You know what? Like Brooke Lopez's shooting has kind of fallen off. I, th- I still think he's a good player. Uh, Pat Connaughton's kind of underwhelming. And DJ Augustine has been really disappointing. So I guess you're getting off of the long-term money of, of DJ here. And you're getting off the long-term money of all of them and, you know, maybe freeing up some cap flexibility this offseason. But at the same time, you're also losing two roster spots that you can't really get back if you're Milwaukee because you're hard-capped. And this move literally puts them, like, right at the hard-cap. So my thought is here, maybe – and again, I don't even know if, if Andre is, like, that big of an increase over Brook. And not to mention that you're losing, you know, a, a cute wing in your rotation. And, again, DJ Augustine, like, I don't think that that's even, like, a bad thing if they lose him at this point. Like, he just flat out hasn't been good. But maybe they try to dump DJ Wilson somewhere, and that opens up some money under the hard cap where they can sign some guys to vet mins. But uh, I think that's what would happen to happen here. Uh, do you guys have anything different? Yeah, well, um, you just mentioned him, DJ Wilson. I just put, instead of Pat Connington, uh, DJ Wilson was a guy that I added. Okay. Um, yeah, and I I think, honestly, I don't even think that gets it done because I feel like you still have to make up, I think, like half a million dollars if you're the Bucks. So, I mean, if Sam Morrell is someone that's looking to move, you can include him too. But, yeah, the Bucks, you know, they're a team where since, you know, Mike Boonholzer has been their head coach, it's been all about fit. And I don't really know if Andre Drummond fits there. So, I feel like if you do trade for, for him, you just have to stagger him and Giannis as much as you can, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. Dan, you got anything different here? Yeah, I basically what Amadou had um, the same thing, and yeah, this I just don't know what Drummond would be doing for the Bucks exactly. But no, not do I. I think we can move on from that one. That's not happening. The Magic, the Orlando Magic, Amadou. I'll lob this one to you. Ah, this one, this one's gotten interesting for me. So I did Andre Drummond to the Magic for Aaron Gordon and Al Farouk Aminu. That was my deal. Uh, Just talking about this deal, Aaron Gordon has been, since his extension, he had that one season where, you know, he looked really good, but aside from that, it's just been really, really underwhelming. So I feel like he's, you know, an an expendable piece. Uh, You're getting off of his contract, of course, and the Magic are... I think they're the third worst team or the second worst team in the Eastern Conference. So obviously, I think this season is is just more of a a year to rebuild. Obviously, Jonathan Isaac still recovering from his injury, as well as Marco Folds, unfortunately, 
Um, Torzy Seal actually against us, so that's another guy who is going to be Cole recovering Anthony for us. Oh, him too. Yep. yep. So they have a lot of guys hurt. Aaron, um, excuse me, Evan Fournier is a guy who's been in and out um, this season too. So I feel like this is just a year where you recuperate, you try to get off of contracts that you don't want, and maybe you can lure a free agent. I mean, I don't know how pressed for money they are, but you know, uh, Aaron Gordon has two. Well, you know, after this year, another year on his deal, so you're getting out of that a year earlier. Um, yeah, they're Orlando, not going to have any spending money next season as of now. Oof, yeah, so it'll be tough for them. I mean, Orlando's a nice place. You could maybe, you know, lure some some quality guys there. You know, maybe some vets who, you know, are looking to not have too much pressure. I mean, you know, the, the hot weather, they say it's good for the knees. So, you know, maybe that can lure some guys there. But, yeah, I don't know. And uh, Aaron Gordon, I think, I don't want to say since he's gotten to Orlando, but it's just always been a weird fit. It was that one season where they played him at the three after they had traded for Serge Ibaka. Um, and then they got Jonathan Isaac, too, who has done well at the three, but I feel like Jonathan Isaac would be even better at the four. I don't know. It's been it's been weird for him, you know, ever since he's he's been there. He's more of a, I don't want to say more of an around-the-rim player, but, you know, that's his athleticism is, you know, speaks volume. Obviously, we've seen him in multiple dunk contests, his crazy dunks, but... It seems like he plays his game more around the perimeter. So hopefully in Cleveland that could change. And then, you know, like we talked about in previous trades uh, in this episode, I feel like this is a move that you do if you're looking to also get off of Kevin Love because you have him, you have Gordon, you have uh, Larry Nance Jr. as well. Unless you're looking to play Larry Nance fully at the three, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, that was my trade at least. And then Al Farouk is just, you I know, will- a guy you can wave or whatever. He he's I don't know if you wave Al Farouk. Or not, no, he's he, making what, three. He has three years left on his deal. Or no, right? he has this year and next. He has. Oh, two he's years. making nine point seven this year and ten million on a player option next that he's undoubtedly going to pick uh, up. Yeah. So hmm. that that would be taking on some money. Uh, yeah. I will say, as far as Aaron Gordon goes, like you know, despite you know the awkward fit and the awkward you know career that he's had, I still think that his trade value is much much higher than Andre Drummond. Like I think the Magic could like mm-hmm. actually get something real in return for him. Uh, I think there are plenty of teams out there that could use him still. Uh, I, I would love him in Cleveland. I just don't know if this is the deal that gets that done. Yeah. Dan, what did you have? Yeah, I had um, they, them taking Drummond and then um, Bamba, uh, Alfa Camino, and then Evan Fournier, actually, um, just kind of allowing them to get off the guys, if you will. Here's mine. Again, kind of a weird one. Let's say, so here's my situation. That fight that we saw between Colin Sexton and Jared Allen um, at the halftime, of that, that was the Warriors game, correct? Yes. That relationship cannot be repaired. Jared Allen says, I am done. I am leaving in, as restricted, or I'm not leaving as restricted free agent. I can't do that. But I'm signing my qualifying offer. And getting out of here as soon as I can. I am not your future center. What do the Cavs do? They trade Andre Drummond. And, well, I've lost my trade. Okay, Andre Drummond. A first round pick and a second round pick. Maybe more, I don't know. For Nikola Vucevic. Hmm. I like Vucevic a lot. Honestly, I mean, he's having a career year this year. I Again, mean, this would never happen because we have Jared Allen. Yeah. But 
that's my situation. Is that Jared Allen for whatever reason is done in Cleveland? You you can't. Dan, yeah, yeah. I just or Dan, Dan go ahead. Yeah, you can give us. How, what do you, what do you, you want? You want Nikola Vucevic in Cleveland here? Vooch. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, just getting up there in age. I, I really, really like him a lot, but I, I just would rather not have that tied up into us. And just because, what? what is he, 30 now? Mm-hmm. Um, or is he older than that? I don't no, know. he's just, 30. He's 30 on the dot. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. a spacer, um, really, really good passer, quality, quality post-up player. I guess that's kind of a um, misnomer, or, or I guess non-starter with Cavs fans right now, but obviously different player, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather have a guy that can actually defend um, looking onward and isn't going to have to command a ton of touches relatively. That's fair. Interesting have, uh, idea, I guess, but we have three teams left, the 76ers, the Raptors, and the Wizards. We can start with the 76ers. Dan, what do you have for Philly? This is another one of the ones that just doesn't make any sense, really, I don't think. But, you know, yeah. we got to do it. Yeah, it was just drumming for Danny Green, Mike Scott, and Terrence Ferguson, and then a 2023 um, round two. Of, I think the least favorable of Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn. I think that's what it was. I had basically the same thing, but with Tony Bradley instead of Terrence Ferguson. Gotcha. I think, I think Bradley is... Actually, no, no. I think that's. I think he's making less than Ferguson. Actually, never mind. Anyway, what's your what's your rationale here? Me, if there is one, yeah. If um, there is a rationale. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you're just kind of buying into being really, really big and having Andre Drummond be the most bought in version of himself in a role when he's playing. 15 minutes a game, I, I guess. I, I don't, I didn't really have much to it. And then um, basically just expirings from there. And then, um, yeah, Terrence Ferguson, I think also expiring. I don't really know exactly what the, the seller is here. Um, but I, I guess in theory that could have some sort of commonsensical thing, but probably not. Well, I got to tell you, I would be excited to see the Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, and Joel Embiid combinations that they could put on the floor together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think... A lot of shooting if, there. A lot. Yeah. Andre Drummond... <laughs> well, Joel's hey, been shooting it, but... Maybe they could encourage Andre to take his threes and, and mid-rangers, and maybe maybe that could become a thing in Philly. But, yeah, um, yeah for the Cavs, True. you're getting basically a second-round pick and either Tony Bradley or Terrence Ferguson... Like that's pennies on the dollar, but you know it's it's something rather than buying them out, I guess, and some expirings. Maybe you could get back Mike, some Bitcoin. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Dogecoin. But, uh, I, I probably not Dogecoin, but probably not Dogecoin. <laughs> but um, Amadou, did you have something different here? No, my trade was the exact same as Dan's. Um, Danny Green comes back. That's. Yeah, it's cool. Danny Green. The legend. <laughs> the legend. The man himself. Full circle. Full circle. Back back where it um, started. 
You know, maybe you could flip Mike Scott for a second. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you probably could. Uh, Mike Scott's a like he, he's actually a, he's a valuable player for them. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on from that. That one's we'll we'll, we'll just throw that in the trash. Um, the Raptors. The Raptors are one of the important ones here. Another one that's been heavily rumored. Uh, I think Shams was reporting that you know the two sides of dead talks. Uh, this is something we've talked about for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, again, my base deal here is Aaron Baines, Norman Powell, Stanley Johnson, and Patrick McCaw for Andre Drummond. Yeah. Do you guys have something different? That's exactly what I had, too. Yeah, apparently uh, Fedor reported that Powell being a piece involved is apparently a pipe dream, I guess. But I that's I think like that's the one piece of value that you're getting back here. That's literally the only piece. But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... He has a player option next year, and considering Kyle Lowry, it seems like, could not be back next season, I I don't see why that's like a complete pipe dream. That seems a little much, but... um, Where does uh, Norman Powell fit into this team, too? Because when he's a starter, he's 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 on it. He's your your Jordan Clarkson role from last year. I think he's kind of Mm -hmm. the key on-ball bench scorer type. I, I would imagine, and I mean, you have to fit him of, into that wing rotation, though. I mean, you're keeping Jetty around, you're he's a two. around Dylan. You think he's a two? I think he's more of a three. I yeah, think I think he's a two. Three. He's he's he's, he's, six he's three. small. Yeah, he's six three. I just fair enough. I don't know. I think this year it's just a lot of talk about him as just been his play as a starter, as opposed to off the bench, and I think that's what the the Raptors are saying too, because they're they're starting to play Pascal at the five. Since OG's back now, so I don't know. I think you you probably do kind of have to start him. And I mean, you could try him at the three, but I mean, you have two six one guards as well as a six three small forward. I mean, it did work. It does work actually for the uh for the Raptors, but obviously the two teams are different. Google has him listed at six four, by the way, hmm. but Basketball Reference has him at six three. So. Yeah, I, I think I, the NBA.com is pretty much the only thing I look at. But Yeah. That's fair. He's in and there somewhere. Honestly, like, Trey NBA is, is reliable for that, too. But That's, Yeah. I don't know yeah. if anyone's really reliable for height. Like, they said they were going to fix yeah. and, like, make, like, the heights more realistic. Like, guys I, are still lying about their height. Like, it's not something you can I, avoid, I feel I like. I think it's, it's a lot more than it used to be, at least, but... Like Kevin they still Love, have Shaq Harrison listed at six seven. The guy's yeah, 6'4". oh yeah, that's <laughs> not great. But I don't know. They had Ke- Kevin Love was like six ten for eternity until like last yeah. season, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, but I I still can't believe that that report said that it's a pipe dream that he would be involved. I, like, I don't I, think it's a pipe like they dream. they really. I mean, I'm not like clearly like we've made all of our opinions known on Drummond like the flaws, but they do. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. I mean, at least, like, considering Lowry's on the last year of his deal, you might as well just see if something can play out here. I don't know. Because, and, like, to be fair, they do uh, need Norman a Powell has been good this year. Like, he started the oh, season he, out rough. He didn't come in yeah. shape. But he's been After really good since. He missed that two games. I can't remember what the injury was, but he has been, like, on a tear since. Like, he's been averaging, like, I think, like, 22 a game in the last. Yeah, I think it's 22 like, a half in the last 11. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But I don't know. I mean, whatever. Bring it's, Patrick McCall back to Cleveland. Yeah, McCall. Oh, try that one again. <laughs> yeah, he. I just yeah. feel like he would get waved right away, though. 
That's a very real possibility. Yeah, I don't know. There are not want him back. There are not many thinner people at six seven than Patrick McCaw in the league. No. All right, we got one more team. He looks the Washington he looks Wizards. like he has the build of a Velociraptor. It seems like <laughs> he fits. He fits them, huh? He fits those Raptors. <sighs> Amadou, do you want to get us started on the Wizards here? The final team for Andre Drummond in the East. Yeah. Um. This trade. A lot of moving pieces. Um, Andre Drummond for Thomas Bryant, Robin Lopez, Ish Smith, I think. And Jerome I Robinson? Think. Sure. Let's let's throw him in there. Why not? But That was what I had. That was my yeah. trade. So. Yeah, so you're moving four for one. Um, Thomas Bryant, I do like him like as an energy big off the bench, you know, backing up um, Jared Allen. Uh, Robin Lopez is on a one-year deal. He can walk Ish Smith. He can walk. Uh, Jerome Robinson, you can – I don't know what you do with him, honestly. But uh, just just for me personally, it's just Thomas Bryant. Whenever he's healthy again, I like him, you know, off the bench for us. Yeah, I think – I'm with you here on this one. I, I really like Thomas Bryant as, you know, a, a, a backup center. I think that would be mm-hmm. great. Another guy who's young who provides a little bit of offensive punch off the bench. Yeah. Uh, has really shown the ability to shoot the ball as well. Like I think that would be a terrific get. Um, Robin Lopez, you know, maybe can eat some minutes as a backup center here for a little while. Um, I, at that, I think one of him or JaVale McGee or, or both of them would go, uh, Robin seems like another guy who you could just buy out. Yeah. Uh, Ish Smith, I actually think would be really, really nice for this team right now. Uh, especially with Delhi continuing to be out. I just, again, thinking someone to kind of run that second unit would be really, mm-hmm. really nice. And I think Ish Smith, like Ish Smith would actually have like real value on this team. So yeah. I think that's another one that would be nice. And you get Jerome Robinson as just a flyer. Uh, you could wave him if you want to, or you could keep him around and see if he gives you anything. I actually, I, I kind of semi-like Jerome Robinson. Like, I don't like, he obviously, like, he's not a good shooter. He's not, I don't really know what he is good at, but he's a bigger guard. I think he can defend a little bit. And I think he has, like, a decent handle. Like, it, it, the feel is kind of there for him. It's just, you know, he, he needs to get some things figured out as far as, you know, shooting the ball and scoring. But overall, like, it, it'd be a, a nice little flyer. Yeah. I agree. Dan, what did you have? Yeah, I had the same uh, that Amadou had. Same thing? Yeah, All the same it. thing. Yep. Uh, I, so well, that I, is... I really like Isaac Bonga, for the record. I, I don't mm, just throwing that in one. there. I, I I like that dude. Like he, I don't know exactly what's played out with him this year, but he I really like can. Bonga. He really can defend like ones and twos. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, he's like he the is, only good defender. Yeah. I, he, it seems like he's kind of in like Scott Brooks' doghouse. I don't know exactly what's going on there, but like he he actually is like a legit prospect. I, like that dude yeah. doesn't get any. Like, he came on last year. I, I don't know what is, like, I don't know what Scott Brooks has been doing a lot of this year, honestly. All right. I, I'm not the biggest Scott Brooks fan. Uh, I'd be surprised to see him on the team pass this season, honestly. But um, that is every single Eastern Conference team. We did it. We made a trade for each one. Um, out of all of these, which would be your favorite? Which is the most realistic? Dan, which one do you want to happen? Um, I, I like the Knicks Heat one that was suggested. Um, I, I really, I, I, I don't know. The Cavs, it just seems like the, the Knicks are the most, that's the best ideal one. 
Um, just because Andre Drummond, it seems like, yes, it would be an expiring, um, but I, it seems like that could be a real team that actually might have interest in him after the year to, to re-sign him if they were able to kind of have an agreement that it's semi-team-friendly, just factoring in Robinson. But I, I just think, considering that he's that he grew up in, in Connecticut, kind of was a guy that was, I think Chris Sheridan before basically said that um, the Knicks had real interest in him. Um, he has, the Knicks do have strong interest in him. I think Dan Merle reported recently. Um, that just seems like a, a really good pairing and they have what I think it was 15 million cap space. So I just feel like that's, that'd be a really ideal scenario. If you could get a future two out of that as well, or their two this year or whatever, um, I think it was, can't remember who it's through, but that would be the most ideal thing to me, but also the, the heat one would be solid, but yeah, I just think the kind of suggested Nick's deal with, especially Frankie, uh, smokes and Noel in there. How did Frankie smokes start? I don't remember. I just, How, where did that come from? I, I just have seen it all over and have, have heard it yeah. on podcasts. I, I can't remember what the origin origin of it. Let's yeah, I couldn't tell you either. But yeah, I, I, I like either the Knicks or the Heat as possible destinations. Like I think they both make sense. I think you know both of them would have reasonable packages uh, to give back in return as well. Uh, Amadou, which one's your favorite? Favorite for me. And this is an interesting one. I like the Nets deal. I feel like this all depends if Spencer wants to be here because we you know, Spencer just always has has it out for the Cavaliers for some reason. I, I I don't know what we've done to him, but either way, um, as a backup, I I I love him here. Obviously, you're gonna have to pay for him. Um, contenders will also be playing paying for him, um, so it's gonna be expensive, but. If he's bought in, I'm all for it. As well as you're getting Landry Shaman in that deal, who just the, the three-point shooting that he and Dylan Willer could bring off the bench entices me. And then DeAndre Jordan, his 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 deal is similar to Jetty's where it's, it's declining every year, and I think he has two more years left on his deal. So, I mean, he he's just whatever. But if this is if, if Spencer wants to stay, I'm all for it. But if not, then I do like... um. The Knicks deal to get Frank Nielakina and extra components. Nolan's no wild too if he if he wants to be here for a backup position. Okay, so here's the origin of the nickname. Um, it was started by Ringer guys. I don't know if it was Sharks or like O'Connor or um, whoever, but basically on Reddit it says like Knicks fans are saying that um, it's hard to pronounce, like, somewhat hard to pronounce, Nilakina, whatever, this is like a while ago, basically, like, nicotine is somewhat close, so, like, Frankie Smokes, I guess, is kind of, like, what they're, why they came up with that, so. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah, Sorry if that's anticlimactic, sense. but, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of was... get the, the premise there. Yeah, yeah, it makes some sense, I guess. Yeah. But, um... Anything else from either of you guys before we get out of here? Kevin Love's coming back soon. Are you excited for that? Yes, I actually am. Kevin Love went through a whole practice today. Well, I don't know if it was a whole practice, but he participated in practice today. It's nice to see. 
we need that if shooting. I'm excited and for and rebounding for pump. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm excited for pump fakes that actually lead to shots. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, yes. hopefully. Um, anything else from either of you before we get out of here? Man, the Cavs. Uh, that game. Uh, we had a game today, right? That was canceled. It was spo- yeah, it was yeah. postponed. Today's okay. first game. Uh, that'll be yesterday at this point. Yeah, at least when the pod when it comes out. But uh, yeah, game against the Spurs has been postponed. They scheduled yeah. a new game against the Denver Nuggets. Can't wait for that. Um, can't think Come of a better sexy. opponent that I would rather play than <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. Oh, uh, the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, but Kev- uh, Colin Sexton, excuse me, said today um, that this was one of the best or the best practice they've had in, in a long time. So hopefully we see it on Friday. Yeah, hopefully that, was, got, yeah. that was good to hear. It's probably been yeah, a while since they actually really have practice, too. Yeah, that too. So. I mean, where they were actually like kind of live or whatnot. Yeah. So that's yeah. a plus. But right. thanks, well, uh, thanks for you giving us Andre. It's it's been uh, it's been a ride, been but I don't know how the, I don't know how yeah. Pistons fans or and or the Pistons would ever put up with it for that amount of time. Like my lord. Dan, here's my big question: What are these shows going to be without your your uh, weekly? Andre Drummond slander on the pod. Hmm. Got to find a new guy. Maybe I'll give like a weekly update and how he's doing. <laughs> Maybe that. so. I'll, Maybe we'll have to include. We'll that. have our. What is it? The NBA Top Shot where you can buy the highlight. Oh yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah, it yeah, where yeah. we can ha- talk about the low light of Drummond each pod that could, we could bid on. That's okay. That's how we'll do I like it. that. I like that. We'll, That'll we'll be have the, to keep track. We of gotta, Andrew. we gotta keep Drummond in in this, and our guy William Risman will get will update us every time to see how he's doing. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he coached he coached basketball before, and he says that uh, Andre Drummond's a difference maker. So, and the Cavs could definitely get a lot of, a lot for him. Apparently, shout out to uh, William Risman on Twitter on essential follow if you aren't already. Um, but he needs to have Rissman. he needs to show us his face. Like I, I'm getting a little bit irritated about that. Yeah, his uh, that egg profile is, is picture. Not, ugh, man, he's better than that. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that, we will get out of here. Uh, thank you, Amadou. Thank you, Dan, for coming on. Like I said, uh, hopefully, uh, if Andre Drummond is not traded. By this weekend, maybe we'll do one of these with the Western Conference. Uh, I thought this was good. I thought this was fun. So, uh, yeah, subscribe so you won't miss that episode. Uh, you won't miss future episodes. Leave a rating. Leave a review. And uh, let's just hope that Kevin Love can save this team. Go Cavs. Thank you for listening to Cavalier Central. Be on the lookout for another episode coming soon.